Jeffrey, no. <laughs> Jeff, no. <laughs> that 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 should be the intro of the, uh, <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> oh, look at them eyes. Don't bite this. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> yes, you're cute. Don't even. You're thinking about it. Don't even think about it. Get it out of your tiny head. Off you go. When the working day is done, oh girls, they wanna have fun. Hello, I'm Emma. And I'm Becca. And we are... (laughs) (laughs) And welcome to our podcast, Two Girls, One Goal. We will be talking around... (laughs) Oh God. Hello, I'm Emma. And I'm Becca. And welcome to our podcast, Two Girls, One Goal. We will be talking all things work, life, love, and side hustles. So stick with us and let's have a nice chat. (laughs) Well done. Thanks. For anyone that will probably have chopped it up by now, but this took me like four attempts to do. (laughs) (laughs) But that one was full of life. It was. Excitement and joy. Thanks, So I hope you all really relished that. (laughs) Um, Welcome to episode two. Yeah. Very exciting. Once again. Yeah. Got to stop saying how exciting it is and just be excited. Yeah, it is exciting though because yeah. it's still fairly new for us. Um, we have had a lovely evening. We have. It's a actually a miracle days, we're actually. recording, isn't it? It is really. We've we've been far too zen today. We started the day at se- well half past six really. Yeah. Um, with yoga on the beach. It was blooming lovely. If you live in Brighton, uh, she runs a place called Brighton Yoga, and yep, all down the, by the Meeting Place Cafe on the seafront doing the yoga it was very choppy in the water today so that sounded quite nice yeah um and usually we go for a sea swim but today it was dangerous yeah so there was no chance of a sea swim today but we did go last night yeah we did go last night and i did stick my feet in um and tried to run away in crocs and it didn't go very well (laughs) crocs following on from last episode oh yes of course are great but not that great for stony beaches I mean they are because Mm. they don't hurt your feet like the stones do but they let them in don't they they do a little bit especially when you get to like the really tiny pebble area yeah just flooding in yeah um but it was absolutely delightful and it was like it was like a little mental health retreat for two days kind of or not two days but it felt like two days because we were so relaxed I guess but it was actually like 12 hours lots of chamomile tea yeah we actually high five last night because we didn't get drunk yeah we didn't go to the pub and we didn't buy a takeaway yeah we were like two old ladies eating a cheese and balsamic <laughs> onion quiche and a potato salad on the beach it was blooming lovely it really was actually oh, Jeff, <laughs> stop it okay so he's now chewing the microphone stand you can hear that Jeffrey just dog mum stop. things stop so it's time for the famous <laughs> bing bong. <laughs> you meant to count us in. Oh, sorry, okay. Or warn me that there's going to be a bing bong. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, three, two, one. Bing bong, news of the week. Uh, it's your time to go first this week, okay? So, my news of the week is that I've just been to hypnotherapy. Woo, for the first time. It was bloody good, you know? You came back with enormous pupils. Yeah, no, I don't know if I was drugged. <laughs> it was wild. It, I've been doing a lot of, like, <coughs> meditation, like, you know, those guided meditations and stuff, and they tend to send me into, like, a bit of a sleep. You know, you always wake up the end, but 
I feel more in a sleep. That was like, I sort of, a lot of the time, I would come to and realise that she was talking and think like, oh yeah, that's really good. And then I would go off again. There was one point that I definitely snored. So I think I must have had a tiny sleep because I woke myself up with like a, <clears throat> but I didn't open my eyes. And then there was another time that I made like a, <clears throat> like I knew that I'd made that noise, oh, really? but I couldn't come out. I didn't want to come out of the thing. Like I didn't, oh, do you know I can't even talk. I still feel so zen. Oh really? Yeah, I feel very casual and calm and, it was really nice, but it was all about to do... Obviously, anyone that listened to last week knows that I've been having panic attacks. So I thought, do you know what? I need to go and fix this. I haven't got time for this shit. <laughs> um, so I went to see her. And, yeah, I would definitely... I mean, the proof will be in the pudding. We'll see yeah. if I have any more. I'm sure I'll probably still have some. But, yeah, it was great. I was probably hypnotised for, I'd say, 50 minutes. 50 minutes to an hour. Okay. Um, all in all. And yeah, I left like I was floating on a cloud. Weirdly, I felt like afterwards I really wanted to um, like manically laugh. Really? <laughs> I thought it was going to be a bit weird if I did, so I didn't. <laughs> That's so interesting. But yeah, I was like, I was leaving and I like was giggling to myself. Oh, how weird. It was really odd. Do you think it's because you felt like happy after having done it or just because you it was like a weird experience and you were... Because sometimes you do laugh, like those of you won't know Becca, but sometimes you do laugh in like awkward situations as well. Yeah, I do. So it was, do you think it was the funny <laughs> side or do you think it was the awkwardness? Do you know what? I really don't know. She doesn't recommend loads and loads of sessions. She only recommends like one. She says that most people are fixed after like one. So I mean, I fucking love her confidence, man. <laughs> That's great. She was like, oh, let me know if you need, like, one more. She's just not like, even trying to upsell me. Really? She's just like, here you go, you'll be fixed now. <laughs> She's great. If anyone is thinking about hypnotherapy, it wasn't scary. I was a bit worried that... I was a bit concerned that she was going to be a murderer, wasn't I? I was you like, were, I found yeah. this woman on the internet. Classic anxiety <laughs> playing its part. I was like, I found her on the internet the other day. She said she's really good. <laughs> oh, my God, what am I going to do if she tries to murder me? Emma was like, have you looked into her qualifications? I was like, well, Emma, that would be a very sensible <laughs> thing to do. So I did. Emma, what is your news of the week? Um, so I think for my person... So I, I don't actually have any major news of the week, really. Apart from that, I finished a book, which doesn't usually happen thank you Becca thank you um I'm really bad at finishing books because I it's really bad I, I see reading as a waste of time sometimes mm. I know it's not because it's a really good thing to do it helps you with your intelligence with your concentration your focus just like general knowledge and general really relaxation but most of the time I just don't do it if I if I can read a book that's benefiting what I do day to day I will choose that over a over a fiction but it actually felt really nice to read this book so um i read normal people i love it it's really good i didn't read the book but i watched the tv show okay yeah the book was basically the same like <laughs> pretty much like the entire because i've seen the tv show as well the book was pretty much the same there was like one chapter which was not in the tv program and everything else was pretty much the same a lot of sex in the show isn't there yeah but surprisingly there isn't a lot in the book what yeah they just kind of hint at it they just kind of say like oh and we had sex no and that's it yeah they don't actually like because in the tv show it's quite hot and heavy it's isn't very it it's saucy. very steamy yeah. yeah um whereas in the book it's actually not like that at all i'm not reading the book then <laughs> <laughs> i was reading it on the train and it was one of those 
like ran trains where you couldn't move for people and I was sat there like stood there reading the book kind of looking around to see if anyone was watching me because I was <laughs> it, I was like if anyone's seen the tv program they're going to know what this this yeah. is like but the book is not like that and I just wanted to explain to people that that's what it was like so they didn't judge me but then I was like actually I'm never going to see these people again so also I don't know that that many people have, would have seen I mean I know it was really popular but I don't think that many people would have seen it it's not like if you're walking around reading Fifty Shades of Grey. That or, is true, yeah. And people do, on the commute, read Fifty Shades. I'm not surprised, to be honest. When it came out, do you remember when it came out and everyone was like... Yeah, I found my grandpa reading it. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Did he like it? I don't know, I never asked him. Why didn't you ask him? I don't know, it just felt too awkward. I would have said, how are you finding that book, Grandad? I think I did ask him at one point how he managed to read the email format thing, because he was quite a... Um, critical person he was uh. he was and I was like I, and I knew that he liked things that were well written and let's be honest Fifty Shades of Grey isn't well written and <laughs> I was kind of, <laughs> it's literally just reading a bunch of emails and texts for like 300 pages porn isn't it yeah, yeah I guess yeah it was it was good I was glad I finished a book because I mean, no I'm one read Fifty Shades to be intellectual sorry to say that but <laughs> <laughs> you're like granddad what did you think of the format not like granddad what did you think <laughs> of the anal <laughs> I did actually read Fifty Shades of Grey to be fair after. Did you? Yeah, because I was intrigued because I obviously found him reading it and I was like, why is my grandpa reading Fifty Shades of Grey? Because obviously I knew what it was about. Um, so I read it myself after him. And I then... bet it ruined it for you though. I bet you were reading it thinking like, oh, granddad <laughs> read this passage. That's great. <laughs> but then I was a little bit, This it kind of annoyed me actually because they it, it like alludes to anal, right? A couple of times, but it's never outright says and I'm always like, can you, is it not? Is it or is it not? Like, can you just be clear? If you listen to this book, writer of Fifty Shades of Grey, can you just email in and tell us was there anal? Yeah, we would really like to. I just, well, it's not for like any personal... Yeah, that's what they all say, Emma. You're getting a little bit hot-headed about this anal oh, passage. Dear. Anal oh, passage. Oh, God. That's even worse. Okay, okay, we're going off paste. Right, okay, and then the... <laughs> My only other personal news is just very quick. Um, on Twitch, basically, you have to... Like, you can't listen to copyrighted music. Um, and I'd been putting it off for ages and ages and ages. I just hadn't been doing it. Um, I finally separated the audio on my PC so that I can have different audio channels going to my stream and different ones going to the VODs afterwards. So, finally understood how that works and did it. So, that was nice. I have no idea what any of that means. <laughs> but you said it so passionately. Do you know what? I'm not even going to pretend to understand. Okay, that's fine. I'm just going to accept that you're clever. Oh, thanks. And just love you for that. <laughs> and just recognise that. I'm not going to know what you say sometimes. I do wonder about whether I should talk about like streaming and stuff. Oh my like god, you it. should definitely talk about it, <laughs> okay. guys. Shouldn't she talk about it? Yeah, she should talk about it. Thank See. you. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> I love clapping. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday it was thumbs up. Yesterday, like I kept trying to take selfies, and every time I put, held the camera up, Becca just did a thumbs up, and I was like, "What is happening with your thumb? <laughs> put it away." <laughs> Oh, God. Right. So, on to your professional news of the week. Oh, professional news of the week. Well, I had a very good audition. Um, I can't say what it's for um, or really anything about it apart from that she was from Essex and she was loudmouthed, brash, brassy, rude, Rebel Wilson style character. Um, and I had great fun learning that. But yeah, if I did get that, I'd be bloody filming for like the next two months away. Yeah. Sayonara, corporate life. <laughs> what does sayonara mean? Does it mean goodbye? I've, I've no idea. Uh, if it doesn't Probably. mean goodbye, I'm <laughs> going to look like an idiot. <laughs> Emma, 
Your professional news of the week. My professional news of the week. I basically created a bit of a YouTube strategy for work, which is good because they've never really had one before and um, they haven't been doing anything for the last like seven years. So yeah, um, I decided that now was the time. Well, that and my boss also decided and told me to do it. But <laughs> so your boss said now is the time and you said, yes, okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I made a strategy, which is good. I've never done that before. So it was a new experience for me. A lot of like, a lot of things, new things to learn. I've never, I've dabbled at doing YouTube videos, but I've never really done them with any sort of focus or dedication or knowledge. So um, yeah, I had to go away and learn that stuff and come up with a strategy. So that was quite good. You love learning, don't you? I do, I absolutely love it. I can't help myself. <laughs> it's nice though. And you said that like with this job, obviously I knew you in your old role and stuff. You said that this job was obviously a step up yeah. in what you're doing and stuff. But have you found that you've ended up having to learn loads of new stuff for this? Yeah. Yeah. A huge amount. Because I, I went from a like executive role to a manager's role mm. um, and it was it was a big step up. Um, and they put a lot of faith in me. But I hope that the faith was misplaced. <laughs> Emma is smashing it for anyone listening. You genuinely are like... You're doing so well. My manager keeps telling me so, so that, that, that's probably that's good. That's very good. I'm, I'm going to applaud you again. <laughs> well I feel, done. I feel like I'm going to applaud you as well, just because, you know. <laughs> oh, we should end news of the week with a little clap. Yeah. Unless the news is bad. Oh, and yeah. then we can end it with I a, never even thought about Aww. doing bad news. Mm. I don't have any bad news. What would that jingle sound like? Bad news of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Ding dong. Sad news of the week. <laughs> this is getting weird. So... For the moan section this week, it's my turn to go first. Um, and mine is a slightly continu- slight continuation from last week where I moaned about Apple. I am once again moaning about Apple, but this time it's about my watch rather than my phone because my phone died first and now my watch has also died because my phone died and my watch was paired to my phone. It's basically a whole big data issue where I'm stuck in the middle of a fucking data mess and it's just a pain in the ass. So, yeah, I'm moaning out about Apple once again because my Apple Watch is now broken and I'm going to have to go into London tomorrow and get it fixed. Are you going to have to pay for that as well? I'm hoping not. I did say I'm not paying for it because I already paid to try and get my, my phone fixed and they couldn't fix it for me. So I'm hoping that this time they will just fix it for free if they can. I have a feeling now I'm going to turn up and they'll say, no, we can't fix it. And then I will have to buy a new watch. And a new phone. Yeah, although I did already buy the new phone, but I was thinking about just changing to Fitbit. I was like, do I need an Apple Watch? I could just put the Apple aside for one product, you know? You've got quite the plethora of Apple products. (laughs) I do. I think I could probably go one without. Yeah. How often do you use that watch? What do you use it for? I used to use it every day. What about now? Well, I can't wear it because it's broken. Oh. (laughs) Before it was broken. Before it was broken, I used to wear it every day and I would use it to track my steps, make calls. Um, steps you can my do calendar. calendar don't know I can do on my phone to be fair phone calls phone, I can yeah. also do on my phone to do be those fair. on your phone used to listen to music through it as well honestly I think buying a Fitbit is probably just worth doing it's but just cheaper as well it is but then they're like 60 quid so I'm paying 60 quid for a, a Fitbit and then an Apple Watch is like 260 <laughs> so 200 pound less yeah I probably should just buy the Fitbit if they can't fix it I will let you know for the next podcast whether it's fixed or not. Guys, hold on to your seats. Yeah, because eventually I will get to the bottom of the, the Apple drama, but today, today it is not happening. It continues. Yes. Well. And now it's time for your moan of the week, Becca. Not feeling that moany today. <laughs> I definitely felt more moany last week than I do this week. Yeah, I felt a bit more angry last week. It's probably because I've just been like 
Yeah. Zen, <laughs> haven't I? And we've had a very Zen time. We've ha- have, yeah. You've had extra you've had like ultra Zen and then yeah. between the two of us we've had fairly decent Zen. Yeah. Just so. little amounts of sleep though, so Yeah. That could make us cranky. But right now, I'm feeling good. So I've got two moans this week. One of them is so for the last couple of weeks I have been drinking non alcoholic drinks. I need actually need a clap for that though, Emma. Mm. My apologies, I was drinking alcohol. Oh. <laughs> no, I need more. Oh, sorry. Sorry, that, that... It is a big epic achievement, to be fair. I bloody love a wine in the evening. Yeah. Um. So, I have been drinking non... Right, I'm going to rate some of them. Non-alcoholic beer moretti. Yeah? 10 out of 10. Okay. Non-alcoholic Peroni is my second fave. Okay. Then non-alcoholic Bex... And then non-alcoholic. I need to stop saying non-alcoholic. You know, it, it's <laughs> non-alcoholic. Uh, Corona. That one was like piss water, but oh. without the piss, it was just water. Well, you, you've you've got a Heineken now. So where do you rate that? Heineken. I need to sip it again. Hang <laughs> Taste on. Taste test. It tastes like a Heineken, but I don't really like Heineken anyway. Oh uh, right, okay. So I guess it just tastes like shit and doesn't get you drunk. Oh my god, it's pointless. <laughs> my moan being that the price of them you, you might as well get bloody drunk like a pack of those non-alcoholic Heineken's four pound four pound for what? for some piss water in a can yeah and then tried the non, um, non-alcoholic gin and it was 13 pounds for the bottle Really? £13. I'm sure you pay for the alcohol because a bottle of lemonade isn't £13. No. So what's £13, Gordon? Is it the, the, like, especially made, or especially made, specially made lemons or something? I don't know. I don't even know if there's lemons in it. Oh. It did smell very lemony. Yeah. But I mean, 13 quid. That's insane. Someone talked to me, why is non-alcoholic drinks just as pricey as alcoholic drinks it makes absolutely no sense no. it's very unfair on people that either can't or decide not to drink yeah i'm sure i'll go back to drinking again soon but yeah for the moment i'm feeling great not doing that but this is the moan section i don't want to focus on the happy i want to focus <laughs> on the miserable we're just feeling too happy this week what can we say <laughs> so my other moan sophie darling this one's for you again i have very nice makeup not that i wear it very often anymore as my sister tells me probably should um but I have lots of Mac, Bobby Brown. You do have very nice makeup. Urban Decay. Fair. I look after them, you know, wear them occasionally, have a nice time. Um, since I had Sophie in my life and she buys crap makeup and she buys crap face cream and stuff, she goes <laughs> for the cheap shit, she's been using all of mine. And it's been getting to the point for like a couple of months now that I'm saying, hun. You're using a lot of my products. <laughs> Are you going to, like, buy some back? Oh, stop moaning about it. I'm moaning about it because my foundation's £50 <laughs> and you're fucking whacking it on your face like it's going out of fashion. Oh, buy one when we run out. We've run out now. We've run out. <laughs> and there's been nothing bought. Do you know what? She's done one. She's bought one token thing. I love how, like, passive-aggressive the hun was at the start of the whole of that. Hun. <laughs> one thing, yeah? Yeah. Out of... The MAC foundation that she uses, my lovely mascara, all my eyeshadows, my face cream, everything. It's the bloody face cream, and that's L'Oreal. 
Still like six quid, but it's L'Oreal. I started using it, said, this is nice. She went, oh, that's lovely. Open the fucking pot today. Nothing in it. <laughs> oh she God. bought a new one and went, oh, babe, look, I've bought a new one of these to replace it. And I thought, yeah, two, about bloody time. <laughs> she's taken it with her to her mum's, left me with the woman's none in it. <laughs> And she's not even sharing that one with me at all. I haven't even seen it. Oh, God. She's hiding it away. (laughs) Anyway. This is why we can't have nice things. Well, yeah, we can't have nice things. (laughs) I could have nice things if she bought them all back. So I'm going to write a list, anyway, of things that you have to buy me back now. Because... I'll I'll help you if you want. I love a list. You know I love a list. Emma's going to write you a list, Sophie. Becca's, I'm going to be the Enjoy. scribe. <laughs> um, oh, I wonder if that will cause World War Three. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's all right. You've got two weeks to try and butter her up. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, my uh, professional moan this week is unsolicited feedback. Because mm. I, I don't mind feedback, but I hate it when I haven't asked for feedback and I receive it anyway. You know, when it's like, crit- like criticism for criticism's sake. It's like, if you're going to be critical, okay, at least be nice about it for one. And for two, <laughs> make it helpful. Don't just criticise what I'm doing and be like, oh, that's not very good, is it? And then don't give me any reason why or how to improve it. Um, so that is that has been really pissing me off, not just over the last two weeks, but for quite some time. So is it criticism for the sake of being critical? Yes. When yeah. you don't actually really have that much to... Well, they're not giving you anything really, actually. They're yeah, just saying, I no don't like it. there's no value in it. it. It's just, right. yeah. I'd agree with that. I think yeah. it's silly. It's that old chestnut. If you've got nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. So true. Yeah, so that's, why I'm, that's my professional moan. Very short, very sweet, very to the point, but that is my moan. Oh, it's like you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> short, sweet and to the point. <laughs> I've never heard anything so accurate. (laughs) Well, my professional moan, I feel like all I do is moan. Do I have a professional moan? Oh, what, my work moan? Yeah. Having to actually work. (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) No. Obviously, if you listened to last week again, which I assume you have if you're here, um, I started my new job in sales. And yeah, I'm enjoying it more. I kind of know a bit more about what I'm doing. Um, But yeah, I I just don't, I think I'm getting quite like, not ethereal, that's not the word, irritated that the world is the way that it is like who decided that we all had to go and do something that we don't like to get money like bits of paper to pay someone to survive and have not lots of paper left over to do fun stuff and then you still have to keep on doing the thing that you don't like we live we live for like what like 80 90 years probably normally Maybe less than that. It's actually not that long. And we have to work the whole way. That just seems fucking pointless. Who put us on the earth to do that? What about if everyone made everything free and everyone just had a nice time? Could we do that? If the whole world just went, do you know what? Sod it. That would be nice. Everything's free. Oh, no, because no one would make anything. Very close to communism, though, which is generally frowned upon. Oh, is it? I think so. Oh, I wouldn't say it's quite common. It's not, but it's not far off. Oh shit! <laughs> but like, surely not. Well, that's more of a hippie way of thinking, isn't it? It's quite a hippie way of thinking. Yeah, I think I suppose it depends whether you you would want it to be like, oh, you know, well, let's all kind of like live in a field and dance around a campfire. That's kind I mean, of that would be bloody nice. But, <laughs> but no, um, I mean, like, it just seems unbelievable that we just have to like work to get little bits of paper and then pay those little bits of paper to someone to be able to just survive and not be yeah. homeless and then 
you just have to do that forever and you can't just take a really, really long break because you need more paper to pay for your bit of roof. It is very Which annoying. is just a bit of roof. It's just a yeah. bit of roof and the houses are like thousands and millions of pounds. It's ridiculous. I think that's why people get so angry at like really wealthy people. Mm. Because really wealthy people could just take like months off and still be able to pay to fix their roofs. Yeah. Whereas like the rest of us can't. No. We have to keep working and hoping for the best. I think I need a sugar daddy. <laughs> hey, any listening? <laughs> I'm sure there will be, don't you worry. You don't have to look very hard for sugar daddies these days. Sure, one one popped up in my DMs, you know. Did they? Yeah, I wanted to write something funny back because one of the girls at work writes really like funny stuff oh, yeah. back to them. Um, but I couldn't think of anything funny. And then I got a bit creeped out. But I might start sending pictures of my toes or something because I've started yeah. getting my nails done. They are, they are quite... I mean, don't wiggle them, whatever you do. What's wrong with my toes wiggling? Pardon? What's wrong when I wiggle them? Because they don't move. Uh, I've got three webbed toes and never finds it really funny. It is funny. They just stick together. They do stick together. I think as long like as you keep your feet still, you've probably got a career in toe picks. But I think um, as soon as you try and move them, your career is done for. Watch this space, guys. <laughs> toe picks coming your way. Well... Feeling better? Feeling yeah. good? Yeah. Ready to I, go. I, yeah, I felt quite good anyway, but honestly, getting the Apple and the unsolicited feedback moans out definitely, yeah. definitely has helped. Nice. Yeah. Hey, do you get unsolicited dick pics? I used to, not so much anymore, actually. I've wondered if They've I've got down. ugly. I've wondered that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like, what's happened? But I think it's because I've started posting pictures of my partner. Oh. But he wants the dick <laughs> Sounds awful. What? He wants the dick pic because he's got dick pic dick pics because he finds it really funny oh. when he responds to them he comes up with because he's quite witty isn't he yeah he comes up with like hilarious responses so he wants them so that he can like on my instagram so he can respond to them oh but you know i have to let him down i can't i can't deliver on this in my relationship i'm afraid maybe we've got too old oh because <laughs> the girl at work gets them who's a little bit younger isn't she yeah maybe we've got too old becca oh god we're just very di- oh god I think we need to restart the moan section <laughs> do you feel weird now yeah I do actually so let's talk about our funniest moment of the week Emma so my funniest moment of the week um, involves a very rusty chair and some spikes mm. basically um, I I only had like two ciders so I wasn't drunk I they were quite strong ciders they were like eight or nine percent probably so they're so the strongish yeah. but i wasn't drunk i was maybe just a little bit merry um and basically my partner's parents we went around there afterwards uh, after we'd gone for a couple of pints um and they've got like this really cool like moroccan table oh. um but the chairs are like really narrow at the bottom they're kind of like the widish at the top and then they go kind of like more narrow as they get get towards the floor and they're just kind of like metal and they have like a metal cross section to keep them all together um and I didn't realise, because I am I was adamant I wanted to sit in my regular place because I'm a creature of habit, <laughs> but I didn't realise that the chairs had kind of moved around a bit, so what was normally my normal place was a different chair. God forbid. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, and I went to sit on it, and as I went to sit down, the chair tipped backwards, but there was two metal spikes sticking out the bottom, oh. and I just kind of didn't I honestly hadn't even felt that the chair wasn't there anymore and I put my full weight back but way too much faith in the fact that it was still there and sat straight on two Uh. rusty metal like blunt spikes of like yeah did they go in they did yeah 
Yeah. And obviously everyone started laughing <clears throat> because it was quite funny. Did you want to cry though? I did. did. Really I was hurt. inside like, <laughs> it's okay. You know what? I'm like, we've, ta- we've talked yeah. so much in the last two episodes about how dramatic we are. So um, <laughs> you can just imagine me trying to stifle back my dramatic nature um, and just be pretend like everything was okay. So I got the, it was, it was kind of one of those, like half the table laughed and the other half the table went, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> And then I was just kind of sat there on these, on like I kind of I'd, I'd sat on the spikes and then slid down them, so I had a huge scrape up my like bum and my back, oh. and I just kind of sat on the floor and I was like, okay, it's fine, everything's okay. And then I had to, I kind of just sat there for a while. I was like, don't know what to do now. It's a bit embarrassing, really, isn't it? So um, Ross had to come and pick me up and put me back on the chair because I was just sat on the floor with my arms up, like. What has just happened? Um, I stand by. The most embarrassing part of falling over is having to stand back up again. Oh, yeah. It's awful. The actual fall, I always think, like, don't, do you know what I mean? I yeah. never want to get back up. The yeah. getting up bit is the most awkward. Especially because it, it, falling that? takes very little time at all. Standing back, back up, up again is usually quite embarrassing. And yeah. you have to, like, <laughs> you have to laugh, don't you? You have to be like, ha, ha, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, God, wasn't that funny? And inside you're like, <laughs> my spleen just fell out. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's awful and then um, I kind of sat at the table eating dinner for a while and then I was like hmm I think I might be bleeding <laughs> and I kind of just sat up but the chair then tipped back again onto the floor the minute I stood up to go and check you on my you sat back on that chair I did yeah well there was no other chairs it was the only one I'd have asked someone to swap with me I wasn't getting well, you know done that like group. that again I don't think they would have swapped with me yeah, fair enough, actually. Actually, no, a couple of them would have. Mm. There's a couple of people, couple of them that were there would, that would happily. Never sit on that chair again, are you? No, definitely not. Um, I think I think um, Ross's mum might consider getting rid of them after that experience. Luckily, she's a nurse, so um, when I did have, like, a rusty spike hole in my bum, she uh, helped to clean me up. Oh. <laughs> so when I was, like, blood pouring out my butt. Oh. Um, right, it's your time for your funniest moment of the week, Becca. Oh, God, what was mine? Dramatic night away. Oh, dramatic night away. Well, I don't I don't know if this is going to be funny at all. I haven't even told you about this. So Sophie and I decided we were going to book a little getaway for a couple of nights. We like to do this. We like to book a little two, three-dayer. Sometimes we'll work, sometimes we won't. So we weren't working on the Tuesday. We were meant to be working Wednesday and Thursday. And we went away Monday night. Got to this place on Monday night. It looked nice, but it didn't look like it did on Airbnb. It was basically a shed in someone's garden, but they'd done it up quite nicely. We'd messaged previously and said, this is going to be the hottest day of the year. We've got a black dog. (coughs) Um, And obviously, it's a shed sort of building. (laughs) Is it going to be too hot? No, no, no one's complained. I'll give you a fan as well. We were like, okay, brilliant. Um, Turned out there was no fan. Um... And it was decorated, but it was really like decorated nice. But it just it wasn't the usual standard of like we love like quirky little places, and yeah, it just didn't do. it didn't feel like that quirky. Anyway, oh. we would have stayed there the three days. We wouldn't have been like thrilled about paying four hundred pounds for it, but four hundred pounds, Jesus. Yeah, we thought it looked really quirky and nice, and we yeah. do like go and stay in like nice places like that. Um, but that day so we sat outside we we're trying to basically convince ourselves that we liked it really you know when you've spent money on something and you think oh I better like this now yeah. yeah so we were sat there and then obviously we we're watching Love Island so we were like obviously. oh we might as well just sit inside and watch Love Island it just it oh, didn't really? have the, it didn't have the same vibe that it normally does usually we sit on a campfire not on a campfire <laughs> usually we sit by a campfire and we're like 
have chats and we'd play games or there'd be like a nice outside area. It just didn't feel nice. It felt like someone's garden. There was a football post in there and everything. Oh, that's really strange. It was big for Jeff to run around, but yeah, it just wasn't, it didn't feel good. I knew that I didn't like it and I kind of had a feeling that she didn't. And we sat there for ages that night, like watching Love Island, until at one point she turned to me and went, Becca. And I was like, yep, I hate it. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I hate it as well. She's like, what are we going to do? I was like, uh, well, we've, you know, paid for it. We'll just stay here. It'll be fine. Um, but because it was so hot, this is the reason we were saying we hated it. It was absolutely sweltering, like really? so hot. And because we hadn't been delivered a fan, we had to leave all of the windows open. The fan wasn't going to be delivered till the next day because these people had gone away. Oh my god! Yeah, so we weren't going to get the fan till the next morning. And Tuesday was the hottest day. Yeah. It was literally the hottest day on record. Yeah. So we were there. Mon- this is Monday night because we'd had to leave all the doors open. All the bugs were coming in, and like oh, I'm, no. I'm okay with bugs. So it's great. Like doesn't give a shit. We'll get all the spiders and everything like that. It was even too much for her. And that has really? never, ever happened. That is bad. Like, genuinely, it was like a bush tucker trial. Oh, dear. Because they were all just swarming into this shed in someone's garden that was so hot. Jeff had a cold, a cold jacket on, sat on a cold mat. I kept splashing water over his head to make sure that he wasn't, like, going <laughs> to he doesn't like here. that either, does he? He doesn't like that. But I was like, you're going to have to stay cold or you're going to die. Oh, honestly, like I was stark bollock naked, legs akimbo, sat on this sofa, got bitten by a mosquito <gasps> on my flaps. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, that's a really bad place. Really hurt. Yeah. Oh dear. And then we found two massive spiders. One that Soph managed to get rid of, but oh, no. genuinely like looked like she was about to cry while she was doing it. The second one, she just went, oh, "I can't do that." They were thick, thick oh, spiders. No, the then worst. we started looking, and there was cobwebs everywhere. Um, so yeah it was absolutely rancid so we sort of were saying we didn't like it very much then there was a lot more bugs and then we were like we're not staying here we absolutely can't stay here it's oh, one really? o'clock in the morning yeah so we said we'll sleep there that night but we can't we actually can't stay here it's going to be way too hot tomorrow really so I found another Airbnb about 25 minute drive okay and we booked it that night and we left the next day. Really? Yeah. And we just said, That's look, it's so really beautiful, bad. but... It wasn't that beautiful. It's really nice, but, you know, it's too hot. Jesus. It's too hot. There's too many bugs. We're off. Oh, my off. God. Can't believe where you got bitten as well. And also the fact that there were spiders in it. That oh. would definitely... Like, you should tell the story about you with the, um, the spider in your room. Do you remember the one oh, when you mm. went into your friend's room in the middle of the night? When I pissed myself. <laughs> what? No, what? I don't know that one. <laughs> What's that? Which one did you piss yourself? A lot of the time. <laughs> I've got this really bad thing that when I see spiders, I wee. <laughs> what? I can't That's believe you so didn't know that. <laughs> did you not know this? No. I, it started a few years ago, and <clears throat> if I see a spider <laughs> and it gets too near to me, I involuntarily wet myself. What? Yeah, honestly. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I've done it so many times. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> Might have to cut this. No, absolutely not. Oh, what, the one where I looked, I thought there was a spider under a wardrobe. Yeah. And I made my friend come in 
um, who I lived with at the time, I was like, this spider is absolutely massive. And she came in, she was like, oh my God, oh my God, that is absolutely awful. And we were both like dancing around it for ages going like, oh my God, oh my God. And obviously I was not going to do anything about it at all. Because you are, she, Becca is like te- petrified of spiders. Pissed myself. Yeah. She gets Absolutely so scared, she frightened. literally wets herself. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she was darting around it. Oh, God, I can't catch it, can't catch it. Got up close to it, put a cup over it, and we realised it was a black feather. <laughs> so. I love that story. It's hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, I mean, it was not, not the funniest story of the week, but just to let you know, don't believe everything that you see on Airbnb. Yeah. That should have been your moan of the week. Oh, yeah, I should have been, really. Yeah. That concludes. The moon. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the I, I thought for some reason I thought we were still in the moon section. Oh, that's because I was just moaning. Oh. Ha ha ha. Funniest moment of the <laughs> week. <laughs> that was quite cute, actually. Ready? Like One, two, three. Ha ha ha. ha. Oh, <laughs> I forgot already. <laughs> One, two, three. Ha ha ha. Funniest, Funniest moment of the week. <laughs> 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 I think that one might need some practice from me. Okay. Okay. Okay, let's talk about the hot topic of the week. And this week, the topic is time. Mm. Um, I guess how we... Manage our time. Yeah, how we sort of manage our diaries, manage our time and... Um, make time make, for things. Yeah, and get shit done. Get shit done. We've given this no thought this week. No. We came up with the hot topic of the week this morning. Yeah. So, we have one topic thing. We could talk about eat the frog. Eat the frog is a very good way to start. Yeah. Do you want to explain it? Um, I feel like you have a better understanding, but I have a little thing to add. Okay. So, um, there's this thing. I don't actually know where it comes from. You know when you've got something that you want to do and you think, it could be something like doing the washing, and you're like, oh, God, I need to do that washing, and you don't do it. And then it piles up and you're like, oh, my God, I need to do that washing. And then you put more on it. Oh, my God, I need... And you just put things off. We went to a conference and someone spoke about eat the frog. Just do, it basically means do the thing. Eat mm. the frog, get it done. And once you've eaten the frog, you just feel so much better immediately. And it never takes you as much time to actually eat the frog as it does to think about eating the frog. Yeah. So you might as well just get it done, get it out the way, and it makes more time for something else rather than just thinking about doing that task. I've got very passionate about that didn't you I? did yeah i really liked it i was i was in a trance honestly <laughs> i think the um, like theory behind it is basically something to do with that frogs generally speaking sorry if people like eating frogs but it's something to do with the frogs not being a nice thing to eat mm. and if you just get the thing you don't like out the way right? yeah yeah I think that's the kind of theory behind it yeah um but it's really good, actually. It's something I only learned about recently. Actually, like we had it at, at this conference, but it's very new to me still. And it, mm. I really like the concept. We had to do it today, didn't we? We did. It actually helps just to even just say, right, I'm going to eat the frog. Yeah. Eat the frog. Just do it. Yeah. I've been doing it recently when I was trying to learn that script for the audition and actually filming the audition. And at one point, I just had to go, eat the frog. I'm going to do it. Um, yeah, we were very, very tired before recording this today. Yeah. But we said, let's bloody eat the frog. Let's eat the frog. Because otherwise we're going to feel shit for two weeks that we've not done it. And yeah. then stress. So. Yeah. And it will just end up pushing back the stress to another time. So we might as well just get it done now. You um, have been reading something, haven't you? I have. So I bought something called um, the Six Minute Success Journal. And the whole point of this is um, about basically having success through not just things that you do but 
the things that you do to relax and your mindfulness and your habits that you do alongside it so the whole point of this diary is to kind of like track all of those things having like one main focus of the day and then doing all of the other tasks around it if you have time so that you're basically working towards your your goal um but you are also taking the time to manage your mental health alongside it um and it's really good actually i'm really enjoying it um and then at the start of it there's basically like a section where it talks about the sort of theory behind it and how they've how they've worked out the book and they basically talk about eat them eat the frog in that so apparently it's by an expert called brian tracy um (coughs) go on brian and apparently there's an entire book on on it yeah apparently, apparently there's an entire book on eat that frog um as the main topic so um yeah it's a really good book so if anyone sort of wants to buy one i recommend it they're kind of expensive but definitely worthwhile i think if you even if you don't buy this book necessarily but the concept around it not just thinking about your to-do list but also thinking about your to relax list your Mm. your your like habits you know what are you going to do today to make you feel good rather than just what you're going to do today um i really liked the theory of that yeah um and it's a good way to manage your time effectively to make sure you include all of those things that make you feel good as well as just the things you have to do mm. yeah I agree I think that you measure your day by the things that you actually think that you've done that are going to um, work towards your career yeah or work towards some sort of goal when actually things that you have done like successful I successfully walked the dog yeah or I successfully went and got my nails done and that made me feel better. Yeah. Is that like a thing? Yeah. Is that a thing I could yeah. do? I think... Yeah. The, it's just living life. Yeah, exactly. I think there's a really difficult balance. So, like, I was actually chatting to somebody at work. Um, she might know who she is. She does listen to the podcast. And she was listening to our episode last week and she said that um, she doesn't understand how we find the time. And I was like, oh, well, we, we just kind of make it really she was mm. like how do you find the time to work full time do all of the stuff that you do and then now doing a podcast as well and it was like well we just we just we just make it we just manage our time so effectively that I, both Becca and I have a very detailed outlook calendar <laughs> colour coded to the max yeah um, and I think if neither of us had that we would be completely lost no if, if, if it's not in my outlook calendar I'm forgetting about it yeah and it, I will genuinely forget it yeah it does make a huge difference to just have that organisation behind it, um, behind the sort of time. Some people don't structure their day in Outlook. I've noticed that recently and I had no idea that people lived like that. Like, <laughs> Sophie does it as well. And if you look at people's calendar, unless there's a meeting, there's no there's no meeting in there with yourself that tells you what you need to do. Oh. Yeah, I know. And I have, like, you've seen my calendar. I've yeah. got loads of them all day, every day. Like, I'll write in, like, I need to ring this person. I need to do this. I need to do that. If I didn't have that in there, I actually think I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, I have that same thing. I wouldn't know what to do with my day. It's like I came here today and I hadn't actually put the stuff in my Outlook calendar that I needed to do. And I kind of logged into work and I was like, hmm, I don't have my to-do list. Shit, what am I going to do today? (laughs) And I was actually like, I woke up this morning like, fuck, what what, what am I actually supposed to be doing? And I had my meeting, my one-to-one meeting with my manager today as well. So I logged in and I was like, shit, I need to... but luckily, because I had the rest of my Outlook calendar for, to fall back on, to look at the projects I'm working on at the moment, I was able to work out what it is that are my focuses this week. Um, so, yeah, I think having an Outlook calendar that is mm. up to date is very helpful. I think forward planning is the thing with time. I think you can. I think you could find time for anything in the day, really, if you really, really want to do it. 
Yeah. I think the problem is when you don't want to do things, that's when carving out time becomes really difficult because I can waste time like nobody's business. Oh, yeah, same. If I want to take, like, you know, a couple hours to do something... Yeah. I'm going to... And I do it. The time has gone so fast and I'm like, oh, fuck, I've spent loads of time doing seemingly nothing yeah but then when you do you know actually have to carve time out for things that you don't really want to do it feels like a real battle to actually carve the time out and you're like i haven't got any time you would have time yeah if you liked doing it you would have time yeah but it brings me back to my earlier point why do we keep having to do things that we don't want to do (laughs) (laughs) can't i just have a nice life yeah that's what we're working towards we're working towards the nice life the good life yeah yeah in miami oh yeah that'd be nice or la Mm. You can be an actor, you have to be in LA, surely. You'd think so. Is it changing? Is the world changing? I don't know. Oh. I've never been that successful yet. <laughs> <laughs> There's still time. <laughs> I Lots hope so. Time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I'd say like with time, I think very, very easy to make time for things if you have the inclination. If you don't, you can link it to Eat the Frog and you almost have to put it in your diary and go... I'm gonna feel better if I do this now. If yeah. I get it done and it's out the way, I'm gonna feel better about it. And I always do if I actually get there and do it. Otherwise, yeah. I spend the rest of my time thinking about the fact I haven't done it. Yeah, I have the same issue. Do you? Yeah. Mm. I think the problem that I have is where, where anything, like you said, if I don't like, if I don't really want to do something, it's like when I want like going to the gym, right? I should should probably go and do some exercise, but I just really don't want to go to the gym. Mm. I don't. I like going to the gym. I enjoy it once I'm there. But I would enjoy going for like a walk in nature a lot more. Mm. Um, so do you not make time for the gym? <clears throat> no, not really. And I should. That's do you one always of the things. say I don't have the time. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I don't have time to go to the gym. But actually, the the reality is, I don't have time to drive to the gym. The actual mm. workout, I'm just like, eh, eh. I'm just always like, I'm not going to make the time to do the drive. Mm. so like I could make the time to do the, hour, the hours exercise but I would not make the time to drive there and then that means that I only get like 30 minutes in the gym and then I have to drive home again because I've got stuff to do and it's yeah. like I'm just not making time because I don't love it that much yeah definitely so <clears throat> I'm trying to think of like a better way to get exercise in like going for swims in the sea and you need something yoga. immediate don't you if, the, yeah. if, if it's the travelling there that does it yeah like you've almost got to just just go for some nice walks why don't you do some yoga outside your flat or might do to be fair something like that it's the same for me yeah and exercise as I said last week fucking hate it yeah I love doing like airy fairy like walks and swims and stuff but anything that's strenuous (laughs) count me out no that's fair enough so we thought we would finish up this section with um, our top tips for managing your time and I would say that my top tip for managing your time is uh, understanding your priorities. So understanding what is your priority task, what is the most important, um, and what can you let slide? Like, is there is there stuff that you could leave till tomorrow? Um, I'm a big believer in do today, or don't do tomorrow what you can do today. That's what my grandpa always used to say to me. Um, and I will do it, but the thing is, I think you have to be um, efficient with that. So you have to think, okay, well, okay, like today I need to make sure I call the doctors because if I don't, then I'm not going to get an appointment for two weeks. That's a priority. Or if, um, I don't know, you've got a deadline coming up, that's a priority. Or like we have deadlines for when our podcast comes out. So we, we're like, like yesterday, we finished editing the podcast because we knew it needed to come out today. Mm. So we prioritise that. 
before we did everything else. So having that priority task and then sort of letting the other one snowball, being aware of them, but not getting too stressed about them. Yeah, I love that. I agree, totally. What is your top, t- top tip for managing your time? Well, I'd say just being realistic with the amount of time that you've actually got in a day. I think sometimes you can have a whole long list of things that you need to do. And as you say, it's kind of like prioritising as well. But think about how much time you've actually got and are you going to feel let down if you don't do the other things I try and cram loads in a day again it's about writing a list and actually what you said earlier about the six minute success journal is that actually like being successful in a day is giving yourself time to do things that you like as well yeah so actually I'm going to take that on board that's not me giving any advice that's me literally taking advice from you <laughs> so <laughs> I, thanks I, for I need advice. to live it as well I need to yeah. live through what I'm preaching <laughs> yeah <laughs> because uh, yeah I'm, I'm still not quite there and just organize your outlook calendar yes we cannot stress this enough oh, and gosh. clear your deleted box oh. clear your inbox clear your inbox tidy your, your calendar desktop. out <laughs> and tidy your room <laughs> god damn it <laughs> there is a lot to be said actually for tidying the space around you yeah and how that helps with your time oh god honestly. making time to do that though oh, that god, I, I struggle with I'm like oh my god I haven't oh. got time to wash the duvet sheets I do it's going to take me five <laughs> minutes and I will lay on them for five minutes quite happily <laughs> Oh, I've got all the time in the world. Yeah. Time is just a little... Oh, I was... Shit. I felt blessed the other week because a meeting en- en- ended 15 minutes early, so I hoovered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get my clap back out. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I knew my mum was coming to visit. I had to do it. Oh, fair, yeah. I think the the one final thought just is, I would like to sort of put is be realistic about how much a time will take, how much a task... <clears throat> The final thought I would like to add is just that be realistic with how much time a task will take because you can think, oh, I can get this done in an hour and in reality, that's not always the case. You can think, oh, I'll get this done really quickly and it actually takes like four hours. So just be realistic with your time. Yeah. Otherwise you end up upset. Yeah. Or overbooked. Yeah. Or overworked. Like Becca. Like me. <laughs> Gamey. me. <laughs> well done, Becca. So... It's now the Q&A section of the week. Um, and bit like, guys. Yeah, it's been a little bit like this time. We only have one question. Um, so, um, please. Well done. <laughs> Thank you for this question. Please do submit them in the future because we are very keen to answer your questions and be your agony aunts. Or ants. 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 Oh, agony ants. Agony ants. <laughs> it's quite funny because I'm called um, Auntie Emma for Jeffrey. But I'm always like, auntie. How do you say it? Auntie. Auntie. How do you say it? Auntie. Auntie. It's not auntie. (laughs) You're auntie. I would be auntie. It's auntie. Auntie. (laughs) In Queen's English. (laughs) Um, So our question that we have is, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 50 duck-sized horses? Do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. I mean... I know which one I'm going to take, so I feel a bit bad if I go first. Go on. I would rather take 50 duck-sized horses. 50 duck-sized horses. Mm. Or one horse-sized duck. No, I'd go horse-sized duck. Would you? Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to why? tell you for why? You can't tell me for why. Right. A, it's not going to kill you. Yeah. B, it's just a duck. <laughs> Might be a big duck, but it is just a duck. And C, they've got webbed feet and only two of them. So how are they going to run fast? <laughs> Horses have got long, four big sturdy legs. So you're going to be stampeded 
That like is true. 50 duck-sized horses, little strong, muscly fuckers that are going <laughs> to run at you and rampage you. And I'm just going to have one, like, silly little duck lumbering towards me that's too big like trip over its beak. <laughs> I'll be sweet, mate. Oh, you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> well, I picked this... I picked 50 duck-sized horses because they're quite small, right? So you could just stand on a large chair. Oh, actually, yeah. Or, like, a, on top of a bollard or something and they won't be able to reach you. Can horses jump? Yeah. They can't jump that high, though. They Not if they're well duck-sized. Duck-sized doesn't mean they've got duck legs. <laughs> <laughs> they've got horse legs. Mm, it's a good point, but I still don't think they could. I don't they think could they get could on take each other's shoulders. <gasps> oh my god, they could start forming a little triangle. You know, when you yeah. like did that thing in primary school where you all stood on each other's shoulders. Yeah. yeah. No, I think honestly, I think you would be taken out. Yeah, but I reckon yours would basically just like take one fell swoop with his. It, it, it would be using his beak as like a like knocking out tool. Yeah. Like a, like a jackhammer or. What's a it going to do though? I think ball. ducks are vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> so a horse going to eat me? Is it? Oh, are they? Yeah, they just eat hay, don't they? Hey. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Do you know what? I'm not. Do you know what? Great listener. I'm not bothered. I'll take both of them on. I'm not scared. I'll take them all. I'll take them. <laughs> Let me add them. Um, thanks for that question. Yeah. If you have actually, uh, we did get some good questions pre- um, previously. So any other like work related questions would be great. No, any more of these are great. Yeah, we well. do quite like the funny ones. We actually prefer the funny ones, but yeah. we know that the other ones are more valuable. So. I don't know. That could be pretty valuable. So we're going to learn a new skill very quickly. We're going to do a bit of speed reading. I've got a new book. Actually, I've not read it before. It's called The Inverts. Does that say Inverts? Yeah. By Crystal so. Jeans. Um, and the Daily Mail said, the sort of thing Nancy Mitford might have written if she'd been gay. So it looks like a good book and I'm going to start reading it. Um, we're going to learn a bit of speed reading because A, it's very good for me for sight reading mm. if I'm doing videos, voiceovers or auditions and for you Emma it's good for reading lots of other people's requests that yeah. they send in to you and the Twitch chat yeah and the Twitch chat yeah. and being able to take in multiple jobs all at once speed read for the important parts yeah but speed read nonetheless so shall I begin this week shall I time you yeah how many pages do you want me to do one one, one big yeah. page okay got it okay you ready three yeah two one go <laughs> King Arlsen said, of course he did. He, she didn't know for sure what a stiff-on was. She guessed it was related to cock stand, but actually she didn't entirely understand what that was either. She imagined the penis stiffening in the downwards direction like the third leg of a camera tripod. One day she was going to ask Bart all about it. Margaret was a pale, plump girl with black hair down to her hips, which she wore in a thick, perfect plait. She had the tiny, yet pouty-ish mouth, brown black eyes framed by thick, innocent eyebrows with no cheekbones to speak of. No wrists over. Her forearms were as chubby as toddlers, swallowing any trace of bone, ending in tiny doll hands. Bettina thought she looked like a fat young Thedabara. Well, that wasn't entirely fair to call her fat. She was soft and ample. To cuddle all that flesh would probably feel divine. Such thoughts as this came to her mind as an objective, almost scientific conclusion. They were the thoughts that she imagined a future father-in-law might have on behalf of his son, a sort of sizing up. Bettina's gaze was often drawn to Margot's bosom, which was considerable. And again, she would imagine the future husband finding satisfaction with the pliant, squishy handfuls, entirely objective. They were sitting on Margot's bed, sharing a box of Turkish delight that her mother had sent to her alongside a new set of stays, two pairs of stocking and a packet of Harrods stem ginger biscuits. It was a four-bedroom which Margot shared with Dinosaurus, a sinister-eyed daughter of bohemian parents who collected her toenail clippings in a heart-shaped locket and posted suffragette literature around school Daphne a shy almost weak girl and a tall mousy girl called Bettina wow one minute and four seconds wow I can't believe you did a whole page I was you were reading some of it and I was like oh this might be a bit long actually literally looked again and you were three quarters down the page I can't believe I opened the page on stiff on 
and cock stand and something, something about, about a penis as well yeah let's get you another <laughs> random page do you want the same one or a new one i'll take a new one new one yeah let's go for that one mm, this one yeah okay okay <clears throat> three two one go and of course she's gone straight to etienne and got him on her side quite the party said jonathan sniffling sniffing his eyes were bruised and hollow with sleep deprivation and Bart could see a tiny muscle spasming in his temple this thing was jo- jolly dwarfless fancy that dressing a man oh wait dressing as a man how did you ask her wait acquire her oh my god I'm so bad at this <laughs> Bart licked her finger and dabbed the powdered remnants rubbing his them into his gums good stuff yummy what was that some drugs by the sounds of it um, for the singer where did you find her <laughs> you don't her? have time for a side sorry though. sorry friends she was doing some clubs in Paris Etienne knew of her um, he, he estranged, arranged things they go crazy for that sort of thing here originally from Harlem I think I hear it's rather wild over there what Paris or Harlem well both come to think of it Bart nodded bit much for me I must confess said Jonathan but then things are much different now much better too said Bart seems like a queer sort of present present for your wife's birthday said Jonathan thoughtfully his branding cast moist and injure his lips and then Bettina does go for unusual things wait what always liked to think of her as a rebel he took a slow swallow sniffed then he smiled you know I just remembered something the smile grew it was lovely lazy smile how strange I haven't thought of it in years he took a cigar from his breast pocket a bit, a bit off the ends biting wait what? Biting it into his hand and then idly fiddling with it between thumb and forefinger. One Christmas when they were very young. Oh, well done. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you were doing asides like to the audience and like little, <laughs> little and commentary. You're really going for it. 119. That's not bad. I'm a very slow reader as well. That's, that's really good. Oh, thank you. How did you find that? I'm breathless. Did you take any information off the page in? I um, kind of did when you read it. There was a weird gift, something about Paris and France. There was cocaine. There was cocaine. Um, and, yeah, that's about it, really. A Do bit you know of dialogue. What? I quite enjoyed that. I stumbled over the words. I realised when you did it that you like went back and redid the words that you'd done wrong, whereas I just fucking went for it. Oh, so. You did probably, it so convincingly, I didn't even really? realise. Yeah. Oh, you could definitely add on a couple of seconds to mine <laughs> for that. I definitely said words that weren't real. Um, I think that's quite... I mean... Would I do it again? Yes, I think I would, actually. I actually found that really fun. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd do it again just to practice being able to just read things off the bat. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not as fast. Maybe I wouldn't do it time, but yeah. I'd just blind <laughs> just read things reading. out loud. Yeah. Like when you were in English class when you were little. Oh, yeah. And everyone went around the room. Yeah. I've done, I do it with, um, you won't understand the word of this now, um, basically, because I play old school RuneScape on stream, um, that we, there's quests and basically there's dialogue in the quest. So I have at times read out the dialogue for everyone else's benefit, oh. which does help, but I'm doing voices and stuff at the same time as well. I'm like, hello, and giving them all little voices uh, which makes me very slow but maybe it would help speed up the content if I practice this yeah should we so, keep it yeah I think it might be staying out of the fuck it bucket this one so the only two that we've got in the fuck it bucket so far are the cup song but we kept that one though we did keep that one. Oh yeah sorry and this one yeah mandarin that was that, a goner that was a goner yeah sorry. okay so we've, we've kept two or three yeah well done I actually rather found that so fun. If anyone wants like a good laugh, just reading a random book from a random page as fast as you can was actually... You'd probably find some really good books doing that, wouldn't you? If yeah. you just went into WH Smith's and just went round and read a page really quickly. <laughs> Out loud. Back, you'd be like, oh, that's a good one. I'll yeah. keep that one. Yeah. Well, you're all welcome. Yeah, go and give it a try. See us how... T- see us? Tell us how see you find it. See us how to find it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All well, that speed reading. I know, we were talking really fast now, aren't we? Yeah. Anyway, that's the end of the podcast. Really, really nice to see you. Thank you very much. Bye. <laughs>
<laughs> See you all in two weeks' time. Yep. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Lots. Bye.